Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Maria Wingard, where I share how hope will arise out of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Today's episode is titled, A Grief-Giving, Joy-Filled Christmas, Part 1. Hello, the self-cashier said as I hurried past disliking shopping on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, how are you? I distractedly responded, focused on scanning. Not so good today, she replied while I was in mid-swipe. My hands froze and time ground to a halt. In that instant, my husband's conversation with his mom stopped mid-sentence and his beautifully kind hands appeared next to mine in silent communication. I've got this. Go help. I turned to the young lady, and when I did, tears puddled in her pain-filled eyes, beginning to cascade down her cheeks. Are you okay? What's going on? My dad said he doesn't want me to come to Christmas, she wept from the bottom of her soul. He's disowned me. My mama's heart shattered for her. I'm so, so sorry. What happened? In these moments, half stories always cascade out. But if you're listening, you can catch the gist of their personal hell. The reasons for the shunning, disowning, no contact are always some variants of I can't control you, so I'm going to cut you off from your most basic need for connection and community. I know another family that has had zero communication with the daughter and sister for several decades simply because they don't practice the same denomination of Christianity. They, at least, have a reason, as nowadays most don't even know why. The newest twist on shunning is a much harsher form of punishment. You get ghosted with zero explanation. The grief and confusion were evident in my conversation over dinner with another middle-aged lady as she lamented, I would just like to know why. Why did they cut me out for over a decade and then come back with no explanation? Why? What did I do? I want to know so I can avoid doing it again. My advice? Let go of your desire to know why. Knowing why won't help your heart with the fact that it happened. Forgive, let go, respect their boundary choice. This is the hardest. My husband, Kevin, and I can truly empathize in these situations. Kevin was disowned by his own father and spent many decades trying to have some relationship with him before he died. He wasn't alone, as all of his siblings were disowned at some point in time or another. We faced it again when we got married. The opposition to our engagement was swift and harsh, with certain family members going minimal contact with us because Kevin refused to end our relationship. Within a few short years, the one relationship was completely severed, and we were no longer welcome or invited to any functions, yet blamed for not wanting to be involved. Another relationship was a yo-yo. One minute, we were the best thing next to sliced bread. The next, iced out. That relationship was severed by ghosting after my husband asked to FaceTime. 
Kevin apologized, not knowing what we did wrong, to be offered a FaceTime that never happened. Phone calls after this were not returned, escalating in a FaceTime moment with another family member when this person entered the room, refusing to even say hello to us. Unresolved pain left uncommunicated festers and poisons. Respecting these boundaries is impossible on your own. Grieving the living dead is worse than an actual death in my life experience. Job, Joseph, and the wedding banquet king parable lend much guidance in these types of situations on how to let go while navigating your heart's pain. Now, this is where my Christian viewpoint differs from modern psychology and many Eastern practices. They say, become a self-healer, focus on yourself. What I've witnessed in these situations is that mindset typically drags the person into an even deeper spiral of hopelessness and despair. I believe God is my healer and that it's only through the cross that we can have freedom. I also believe the Bible teaches us to serve and give, not be self-focused, selfish. Respecting others' free will to not choose us. That's God's example set for us. He loves and honors our free will to not choose him, even if it means an eternity separated from the one he loves. He loves us enough to not try and control our choice to disown him. I can say, I'm not quite there yet. As I spent a decade trying to convince certain people I was worthy of their love, only to receive snickers and gossip behind my back for my Cinderella ways. You can't give or love someone into loving you. That just causes further derision. So, Kevin and I started our grieving. I'm grateful you decided to come walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. To find out how Jesus bridges broken to breakthrough, please listen to past episodes and visit hopewillarise.com. Thanks for listening today.